Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us and we'll go ahead and get started. The unnamed Duncan. Like he should get a name. I just let's give him a name. Okay. Donkey. I give a name. <laughs> That's from Shrek. Donkey. Copyright. Thanks for joining us again for another episode of Redeemed. Today we're gonna to be looking at Balaam and his donkey. Probably one of my absolute favorite stories in the Bible. Uh, let's kind of set the stage a little bit. So we've got a prophet. Yeah, I'm making hand motions here, but you guys can't see that. Tune in on YouTube. But, that we're not on. <laughs> but it makes me feel better, so I'm still going to do hand motions or hand gestures. <laughs> but with that being said, let's talk about Balaam. Uh, Balaam uh, was hired by the king of Moab to come down and curse the Israelites because he was afraid of the Israelites. The Israelites at this point were entering into the land, and they were conquering it yep. because they finally got, uh, got rid of the whiny... The whiny yeah. part of it and the new generation had sprung up, and so now they were ready to conquer the land. Yep. Uh, led by Joshua, they enter in and they start the process, and then uh, the king of Moab sees this and he knows his time is limited, and so he tries to hire Balaam, who is somewhat of a prophet at that time. I, 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 I kind of struggle with. I don't think anyone really knows because, like, in the yeah. commentary for Quest, it says he may have been a famous fortune teller. Yeah, or something. I'm not really exactly know. sure if he's a prophet. But he was a pagan prophet who made a living by interpreting dreams, casting spells, and using sorcery and trickery to predict the future. So, not the best guy. You're a wizard, okay. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that being said, he's going to, uh, the king of Moab is going to pay. Uh, Balak a lot of, or yeah, Balaam a lot of money to go curse the Israelites. So what does Balaam do? Sound good to him? He's on his way. Check cash. Let's roll. But God doesn't want Balaam to curse his people because his people are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, they finally fell in line. Yeah, yeah they finally line. They're doing what they're supposed to do. So Balaam's on his way. He's gonna go do this. And uh, as he's headed out, he's riding his donkey. He comes to I, to a road where it's kind of got like a like a wall and a gate type thing. Is what I'm envisioning. Narrow, narrow. It's yeah, narrow. Yeah, very narrow. And all of a sudden, he can't. The donkey starts to act up. Nope. And uh, he beats the donkey. Tries it again. Donkey once again acts up again. Drags his foot. Makes him irritated. He beats the donkey again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, God allows the donkey to speak. Now, I don't know about you. <laughs> it doesn't say that Balaam freaked out about this. Okay? <laughs> Me personally. If I'm riding a horse or a donkey or hanging out with any kind of animal at any point and it starts talking to me, I am going to freak out. Okay? Because first of all, I don't want to know what my dog is thinking, and I don't want it talking to me. 
Do you know what I'm saying? That is true. And it just sounds like he just he answered back. Yeah, he just talked like to Like the donkey him. was like, why are you beating Like me? it was no big deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it says, uh, donkey, Lord opened the donkey's mouth, said to Balaam, what have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? And then never, nothing about shock or anything, just says, Balaam answered the donkey, you made a fool of me. <laughs> if only I had a sword in my hand, I'd kill you now. And they just stand there having an argument like Shrek and donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, like, ba- like, the servants that were with Balaam were kind of like, what is were they a little freaked out by it? And, like, and now Balaam's answering the donkey? Like, this isn't normal. And could they hear the donkey? Another question. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that would be kind of interesting if the servants couldn't hear what the donkey was saying. Yeah. So you've got Balaam talking <laughs> to a donkey. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made me look like a fool. Balaam's gone crazy. You know, Balaam's gone crazy. That's why I said Yeah. Yeah. So I always, always, it, it's always an image in my head that just creates an interesting dilemma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to Balaam, it's no big deal. He talks to the donkey. And the donkey points out that there is an angel standing in the way with a giant flaming sword mm-hmm. that's fixing to kill Balaam. Yeah, I know you can't see this, dude, but that yeah. thing wants to kill us. Yeah, you especially. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm will, just a donkey. Yeah, I'm not going to be collateral damage because uh, you're not listening. And so the Lord opens Balaam's eyes, and all of a sudden he's able to see the uh, angel there, and so he bows down, face down, of course. Yep. And so, and then... Instead of going and cursing the Israelites, he goes and blesses them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, uh, Balaam understands who he's dealing with. Well, and I also thought in uh, verse 32, it talks about the, the angel of the Lord then talks to Balaam. Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? I've come here to oppose you because your path is a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away, I would have certainly killed you by now. But I would have spared it. So donkey was good. Oh, oh so donkey, so the donkey was, was good. Donkey was good. 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 Alright, it doesn't donkey get a name, but it was gonna be a okay. good But then further questions that I ask is why well, how was the donkey able to see the angel? The angel revealed itself to him. The Lord opened the donkey's eyes to see it. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't say, but yeah, I just right. It's it's, I feel like I feel like this story. I have a lot of questions for God when I get to heaven. Yeah. So I mean, if my dog is looking at the corner, there's nothing there, and he's barking at it. standing there. You know, I need to know these things. You know what I'm saying? It's like in the can animals see things we can't. I happen to kind of go along with what you think, Amanda, and God opened the eyes of the donkey so he could see, yep. just like he opened his mouth. Right. Okay. I don't think that animals can can, can see into the spiritual spiritual realm just willy nilly all the time, but it is just something that yeah. Like I said, once I get to heaven, I'm going to ask. I got questions. (laughs) Yep. I got a legal pad full of questions. Yep. But if we're going to connect all this, so you know, God works in mysterious ways. He just does. And once again, we have we have a lesson in obedience. We're not going to handle that too much because we've been talking about obedience. Once again, God wants obedience. Yes. He told Balaam, "No, don't go, don't go, curse my people." He was going to do it anyway. We have this issue with the donkey. Now, what I find interesting is is when you're working and you're doing what you're supposed to do from the aspect of. Uh, the Israelites now at this point had crossed into the promised land. They were obeying and doing what they were supposed to do. Yep. Uh, 
uh, God is taking care of them in ways that they don't even know. Yeah, the Israelites have no idea this is happening right now. Yeah, they have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea whatsoever that the nope. king that this that he was on his way to curse them. Yep. And I don't exactly know what that curse would have actually done, but it seems like at that point in that time, curses and blessings were a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it was a it was going to be a big enough deal that God didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so sometimes it makes me wonder, I wonder if uh, the blessings and the curses are still just as important to him today as they were then. You know, I, I don't know. Right. But uh, he wanted a blessing on his people, not a curse. God is always working behind the scenes to accomplish those things that he wants accomplished. Yep. Okay. And I don't even know if uh, the Israelites even knew that Balaam uh, blessed them. I don't even know that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's another question to ask. So... But Balaam blesses them, and of course that makes the king of Moab mad because they're just marching right on through. Yeah. So it is amazing that when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, whatever that mission is that God has given you, and in this case, uh, the mission that he had given the Israelite was to walk in and wipe out all these pagan nations. That's what they were supposed to do. They were uh, his instrument of justice on these pagan, pagan nations. Yes. That's what he was doing this for. And then he was going to give it to the Israelites. As long as they were obeying, he was opening the doors and providing the way for them to accomplish that goal. Now, as we know with the Israelites, they didn't take it far enough. <laughs> as we will find out later in Numbers, they didn't wipe everybody out. Yes. Uh, the, comes back to the detail. Yep. God of detail. And uh, at one point, they began intermarrying, intermarrying with the... Uh, people of the nations they were fighting, and all of a sudden the pagan gods and things those people believed in came right back. Came right back, and it will plague the Israelites forever. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it'll plague them forever because they did throughout the Bible. Yep, they didn't. They they didn't accomplish the goal that God gave them to do. No, but let's not focus too much on that. Let's focus on the fact that when we're doing what God wants us to do, uh, He will take care of the small details. He'll protect us, he'll watch over us, and he will accomplish the goal that he wants done. We just have to stand up and accomplish it. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.